Welcome to the Nourishing Amy podcast. I'm Amy Rankin. I am an emotional intelligence and life coach, a speaker, a creator, and a wellness chaser. I have created this podcast for you to learn habits, mindset changes, and get really actionable takeaways to find out who you are, what lights you up, how you can love yourself again, and how to live your best life. Give yourself the space to welcome in more self-care and confidence, reduce feelings like overwhelm and stress, and let's find your sparkle again. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello and welcome to episode 74 of the Nourishing Amy podcast. Today we are going to be looking at another cognitive distortion and today's distortion is personalization. Now I'm going to stop saying that this is one of my favorites because I know I've said that for like every single other episode on the mindset series that I've done. So let's just say from here on out that Every single one of these is one of my favorites because I really do love them all, but personalization is super cool and I have really loved re-studying about this one because I think I didn't realize how much I was doing this as well until I was rereading and re-researching all of this and I was like, oh, damn it. Okay, I'm noticing this coming up a lot now that I'm rereading about it all and relearning about it all and that kind of sucks. So... Let's kick off first of all with our recommendation of the week. So this week I am recommending to you guys audiobooks. So it's a bit of a general one. I'm not going to tell you which specific audiobook because everyone is going to be different. But the reason that this is one of my recommendations this week is because I popped a question box up on my Instagram stories last night and one of my beautiful friends had popped a question in there and she was asking for some tips to help to get to sleep earlier because it was 11 p.m. at the time and she was still scrolling on her phone which is super relevant to me. I will also note that she does work very late. So 11 p.m. for some people is really late, Um, but you know, she does also work very late too. So in her defense, (laughs) she probably had only just kind of finished work earlier. But anyway, like I was saying, I also found me thinking about this and this being quite relevant for me only a few weeks ago as well. Uh, because obviously, you know, being sleep deprived and being up for like midnight feeds and 3am feeds and stuff like that with Ollie, I do get quite tired during the day. Um, and I was noticing that I kind of caught myself out, you know, Ollie might wake up for his 2am feed and he'll feed for maybe 10 minutes and I'll pop him back down. But then because I've been scrolling on my phone, it's like, I'll be, I'll keep continue scrolling, sorry. And because I've stimulated my mind and then I feel like I've blinked and it's like 3.30 a.m. and he's going to be waking up in another, you know, half an hour, an hour or whatever. And I've just gone and wasted. I could have been sleeping for another hour and a half. So I realized I was unintentionally doing this to myself and just kind of got it into a bit of a habit from when he was super newborn because when they're super newborn, they do... I found with Ollie, he was waking up quite a lot more overnight. And so it would sometimes only be an hour in between feeds. So it was just easy for me to be scrolling and it wasn't that big of a deal to fall asleep and wake back up. Um, 
But when I realized it, I, I was really considering, okay, is there anything I could be doing to change this habit that I've created? And is there anything I could be doing to feel like I do have more energy during the day? And I realized, okay, that's it. No more screen time of a nighttime. What can I replace that with? Because actually, I'm going to recommend one of my other podcast episodes here for you guys too. So two recommendations for you, audiobooks, but also go and have a listen to episode 41 on my podcast, which is called How to Easily Change Bad Habits and How This Can Impact Your Whole Life. So that's a really detailed look at how to change habits, but essentially one of the biggest takeaways from that episode and from learning about our habits is that it's a lot easier to change our habits when we are replacing it with something else rather than just trying to cut it out altogether. So a few weeks ago for me, um, that was really looking at, okay, well, I want to cut out my scrolling time, but what can I replace that with? And something that has worked really well is listening to the Harry Potter audiobooks instead of scrolling on my phone. And the reason that I think this has worked really well for me and the reason that I'm using this as a suggestion is as a recommendation, sorry, is because a lot of the time for a lot of us, we're awake because we're overthinking and it can be hard to feel like we, to feel like we can switch our brain off. Um, and so that scrolling can be a bit of a wind down for our brain, but it can kind of also have the opposite effect at the same time as well, because it's also stimulating because of the content we're consuming, but also because of the light that comes off your phone as well. So the reason that I'm really loving things like audiobooks at the moment is because it can be really useful to give your brain something to focus on, but it's also switching off those ever running thoughts. It's trying to, you know, kind of close down some of those tabs instead of really focusing on them in your brain. And it's also giving you a chance to wind down. And for some of us, depending on what the book that we listen to is, you know, I like I said, yes, it's Harry Potter for me, but it doesn't have to be Harry Potter for you. It could be anything. But I find that this is definitely the case for me with Harry Potter because it also helps me to use my imagination. And I find that then I'm focusing on that, which I think is also helping me to be able to fall asleep a lot easier as well. So I've got Audible and I just put on a 30 minute timer of an evening now once Ollie's gone to bed. I literally just press play. And honestly, I can probably count, it's probably been maybe twice, maybe three times in the last month that I've actually gotten to the end of that 30 minutes and not been asleep, that I kind of have been stuck in that overthinking still and not really paying attention to the audiobook. So that's my recommendation for you guys for this week. Go and check out Audible or download some audiobooks. There's a heap of different apps and places that you can go to get them. Have a listen to episode 41 of the podcast if you find that this is a habit that you would like to change, that scrolling is something you would like to change. But I touch on heaps of different things. I also even look at, you know, swapping out things like um, eating sugary sweets or drinking during the week, all of that kind of stuff. So episode 41 is a really good episode to listen to as well. But I would say if you're having trouble sleeping, that's probably one of my best suggestions. Another one, um, and you guys already know, I talk about this all the time, is meditation. Essentially, Nighttime and sleep meditation is the same kind of idea. Um, we're not actually like that classic meditation idea of 
um, meditating to stop our thoughts. A lot of the sleep meditations are actually getting you to focus on something so that it helps you to stop your brain from thinking and helps you to fall asleep quicker, which is basically what an audiobook is doing as well. So there you go. That's my recommendations. Let's actually jump into the episode for this week and talk about personalization. So personalization is a cognitive distortion or thinking pattern where people believe that everything that others do or say is some kind of direct or personal reaction to them. So you might notice this if you feel like you take things really personally, even if you realize later on that it wasn't actually meant that way. So a person who experiences this type of cognitive distortion or thinking pattern will also compare themselves to others. So you might notice personalization if you kind of stew over things like, oh, I feel like that person's smarter than me. They might be better looking at me. Um, You might be thinking about things like who was better at a certain activity than you or making those cupcakes or biscuits or You know, especially with things like social media and seeing things on Instagram and TikTok and all of the different social media platforms and seeing what other people are doing and taking that personally. Like I should be able to make this dish or do this recipe or do this workout or have a body like this person, have this certain physique that I don't have. So you can see that these are really quite external things, like we're looking at somebody else making a cake, somebody else making a recipe, somebody else being able to complete a specific type of workout. These are all external events that are happening, but we are then taking them personally because we either can or can't do them. And it actually turns out that they have nothing to do with us. The person that's posted that hasn't been thinking about you while they've posted it. They just posted it because they wanted to. Somebody using the personalization cognitive distortion might also see themselves as the cause for external events that they're not actually responsible for. So I'm going to explain what that means because when I was first reading this, I was like, "Mm, okay, I mean, that kind of makes sense, but where would I actually recognize this. So an example might be that maybe you feel like you were late to a dinner party. Say one of your friends has organized a dinner party and you turned up late. And then you're in your thinking with your personalization, you feel like you have caused everybody to have a terrible time that was there. And then you kind of start personalizing that again, even further by thinking, if only I had left my house earlier or made my partner get ready earlier or leave earlier with me, or if only I had have got my baby bag and all my baby things and packed it all into the car the night before so that I was just ready to go and could have left on time this wouldn't have happened. So you can see that it's looking for things that you could have changed to change the outcome of a situation that actually really has nothing to do with you. When we start to realize that we can't change other people, and I really think that, you know, if there's one big takeaway that you're going to get from this episode, this is it. Um, you know, it's something that I talk about with my clients all the time as well. And something that I really try and catch myself out with um, is that in general in life, especially um, with coaching and stuff, there is only really at the end of the day, four things that we can control. And all of those things are within you. So you can control your thoughts, your feelings, your physiology, 
and your behaviour. Oh, I just had to have a little intermission and go and grab little Ollie. So I'll add a little reminder here that there is a little baby in this episode and you might be able to hear him from time to time. I also forgot to mention at the start of the episode too that I he was having his nap. So there might be a little bit of piano music in the background that you can hear faintly um, because that's what Ollie listens to while he's asleep. Mum <laughs> life, hey. Uh, so as I was saying... I hope that one of the big takeaways from this episode and actually probably um, one of the best things that you can do to move through personalization is to really bring it back to the things that you can control and be reminding yourself of these really regularly. So the four things, I'll go over them quickly again for you. So the only things in the whole entire world that you can control is your thoughts or your mind, your feelings and your emotions, your physiology or your your body, and your behavior or your actions. So the reason that I give other little words here and there for those th- those four things is because they may resonate differently with you hearing them called different things. But essentially, we've got your thoughts, your feelings, your physiology, and your behavior. Now, if they are the only four things that you can ever really fully control, then we can also look at the other side of that, which means that you cannot control anybody else's thoughts, feelings, behavior, or physiology. You cannot control what other people think. You can't control other people's opinions, reactions, behaviors, perspectives, feelings, emotions, you cannot control those things. And this is probably the biggest thing that comes up with personalization is that we feel like we do have some sort of control over that, not in a positive way either. That say, if we look at the example that I used earlier, oh, I was running late to the dinner party and then now everyone's had a really bad time at the dinner party and it's my fault because I was late. Well, no, you can't control anybody else at that dinner party. That's on them if they've had a bad time, not on you. You cannot change the way that they feel. You can't change the things that happened at that dinner party. So why beat yourself up about it, right? We can also look at, I mean, there's so many different examples of this that can come up. You can look at things that happen with at work, different conversations that you maybe have with your manager. Maybe your manager has a different perspective on something than you. Um, We can look at different conversations or things that might happen in a friendship circle or a friendship group as well. Um, Even with things like your relationship, you know, it's not always that your partner hasn't done the washing up because they wanted to piss you off or that your partner has or hasn't done something around the house because of something that you have or haven't said. It actually probably has nothing to do with you. If you just really dial it back and have a look at, well, what does this other person in my life have going on at the moment? What has my, what's been going on for my partner that day that they haven't done the washing up or that they haven't helped me with dinner or that they've been scrolling on their phone for the last hour? Okay. Maybe it's a conversation that you've had with them before, but maybe they just need some downtime. Maybe they just need to chill out. Maybe they actually just forgot to do the washing up. 
there's a lot of things that can come up that we take personally that then generate feelings like frustration. We do things like setting expectations on other people and it's actually got nothing to do with them and everything to do with you and you taking things personally. So I hope that that helps you to understand personalization a little better. I hope that recognizing the things that we can control and letting go of those things also helps to create some space in your mind, some space in your feelings for you. And if you've got any questions about any of this, because I know that personalization can sometimes feel like a bit of a difficult one to move through, um, just send me through a message. But at the end of the day, if you can sit back and just give yourself a moment and think about, okay, is this really about me? Does this have anything to do with me? Has this person not responded to my text message because of something that I have done? Or is there a chance that this actually has nothing to do with me? They've got their own stuff happening and I'm just doing personalization really well and looking a bit too far into it. Is this person not answering my phone calls because they hate me or because they're cranky at me for something? Probably not. So really just bringing it back to noticing when you might be taking things personally, when you might be applying things to yourself that don't necessarily apply, or you might be putting too much pressure on yourself for something that actually has nothing to do with you. And just asking yourself, am I taking this personally? Am I running a really good personalization thinking pattern at the moment? Is this really what's happening? Am I trying to control someone or something else that is outside of my control? It might be somebody else's perspective, somebody else's thoughts or feelings. And then by noticing that, it means that you can start to let it go if you do notice that that is what is coming up for you. Well, you guys, I'm going to get going so I can keep feeding Ollie and so that he doesn't interrupt any more of this podcast episode. But thank you so much for listening and I will see you guys again next week. If you liked this episode, I would love for you to screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You guys have no idea how much that absolutely makes my day. I get such a big smile on my face. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today and I hope that you have gotten something from this episode. If you want to hang out more, you can search the Nourishing Amy podcast community in Facebook and come and join our group. We're talking all things life, love, overwhelm, and everything in between. You can share your funny memes, your stories, and all of the life stuff. If you would like to get in contact with me, please don't hesitate to reach out and shoot me a message on Instagram. You can find me at Amy underscore Rankin. Last but not least, it really helps to support my podcast when you subscribe and leave a review on whatever app it is that you listen to this podcast on. I am just a little independent podcaster and every subscribe and review helps my podcast to be seen and heard by more people and to help more people get their sparkle back. Thank you again so much for being with me and have a fantastic day.